Hey, welcome to The Centre Podcast. We're a church based in Dural, Sydney, who love Jesus and want to share the message of hope that he brings for all people. We pray that you're blessed by this word and that it reveals God's love for you in a new way. Enjoy. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who mediates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked, they are like chaff, that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. I'm going to pray for Mitch, and then he's going to come on up. Father, we thank you um, yeah, for this opportunity to open the word this morning um, and hear what you have to say to us. We ask that you would ready our hearts, you would prepare us to yeah, listen attentively, you would rid our mind of distractions so that we could focus in um, and make you our priority in this moment. Yeah, we just worship you this morning. Amen. He shall be like a tree planted by streams of water that bear forth fruit in its season. Leaf does not, shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. It's my little plant, thanks to um, the Nicholsons, that they delivered off at Christmas. It sits in my office. Now, I have to admit, it's probably not the healthiest of plants. I don't look after it very well. But I like the greenery that it brings. And I put it in there because it was this reminder for me that this is what my life should look like. Maybe not dead, dying leaves, but a healthy tree. And Psalm 1 is just an absolutely brilliant, brilliant psalm. It presents us with, you remember the old school tracks that's had two ways to live? Do you guys remember that? Two ways to live. Well, essentially, that's, that's what it presents us with, two ways to live. Either you are a righteous person and your life prospers, or you're the wicked and your end fate is to be blown away. And what's really, really cool about Psalm 1, as you can see here in this diagram, I've got the image of the tree that represents Psalm 1, is that that's, well, I'm going to teach a big fancy word, intertextual, can you say it together? Intertextual, intertextual illusion. What Psalm 1 does, and I will just use the word riff, it riffs off other parts of the Bible. And so we start off here, the image of a tree, what does that bring us back to? Garden of Eden, right there at the top, the tree of life, this tree imagery in Scripture always points us back to Eden. The tree by the rivers, that's meant to remind us of the Garden of Eden. And going along, we see here in Genesis 39 verse 3, there's a little reference to Joseph. And guess what happened to Joseph? Whatever Joseph turned his hand to, can you guess what happened? He prospered. Yeah, it's deliberate. And then jumping down to Ezekiel 47, 
Ezekiel has this beautiful image, this vision of the new temple, a river flowing, and guess what's growing beside those? That river, trees. So riffing off that. Then we have Joshua chapter one. What's Joshua told to do? Be strong and courageous, but he's also called to do something with the Torah. He is to meditate on it. Anyone know? Day and night. Fun fact, only two times, meditation on Torah in all the Old Testament. Joshua chapter 1, Psalm chapter 1. And finally, from Jeremiah 7, 5, that should be 5 to 8, it's a description of the wicked. They have no roots, they're blown away, all this, that and the other, all terrible things. But the righteous will be like a tree planted by the waters that sends out its roots by the stream. So as the reader, we're meant to pick up Psalm 1 and this image of this man who meditates on Torah. He is the true reflection of what Scripture is meant to be. He, he is the one that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly or stand in the way or sinners or sit in the seat of scoffers. Now, do you notice there's a progression? Walking, standing, and sitting. Can you see what's implying there? When you're walking along, you can see wickedness, but you can keep on walking. When you see wickedness and you stand and you keep looking at it, you're more tempted. And when you actually (coughs) sit down, what's happening? You are getting closer and closer to temptation. And this is also another cool little Old Testament strategy of three versus one. One righteous man versus the wickedness of the world around him. Okay? It's not saying that life's going to be easy. There's lots of temptations. If everyone around you is being wicked and evil and tempting you to sin... You might just be that lone voice in the midst of a very, very difficult situation. But the promise of the psalmist is, if your delight is in the law of the Lord and you meditate on it, you will be like that tree. Isn't that just a beautiful image? I asked that question to us earlier. Is your life like a tree? Or is your life looking progressively more and more like my little pot? It probably is a little dry, probably needs a bit of fertilisation, probably needs a few more water sources. Because if I left this pot for a few more weeks without watering it, in fact, I can't remember the last time I watered it, probably a week or so ago, it's going to die. It'll just die in my office. And sadly, that's how a lot of us live our lives. We don't have deep roots. We're not living by waters. We're not bearing fruit. And our leaves are progressively shriveling up or falling off. Now, what's really, really cool about this psalm, about that tree, is that the Hebrew word that we have in English says they're planted. It's actually transplanted. So the image that the psalmist is writing for us, it's like God picks up this person 
And he's like, hey, I'm not going to leave you in the wilderness. I'm not going to leave you somewhere dry. I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to transplant you right here. And do you know where here is? There are streams of water. There is life. It's that promise. If you connect in with me, I'll make your life a blessing. Your leaf won't wither. And whatever you do, it shall prosper. As, as a kid, I used to play a game. I'm a massive Star Wars nerd. And this game was called Knights of the Old Republic. And you played as this Jedi. I uh, see Rachel Mathembu. Is she there? No, she's gone. Uh, she's a big Star Wars fan too. We were talking about Star Wars the other day. But the game gave you two choices. And you could choose to be a Jedi. If you know Jedi from Star Wars, they're the good guys. Or you could choose to be a Sith and be a bad guy. And as each decision was made, you became more and more Jedi and the game had a good ending where your friends lived and you saved the galaxy. Or you made lots of bad choices and end up being that you killed all your friends and you ruined the galaxy. Similar choice is here for us today. What will you do? Will you be the blessed one? Or will you be like the wicked? I said earlier that living this way, it's not exactly the easiest thing in the world. There are many temptations. There are many trials. There are many difficulties. In fact, if you read along in the the book of of Psalms, you, you start to see that sometimes the righteous actually suffer. In fact, one of the, the most famous Psalms, Psalm 22, it says, My God, my God, why did you forsake me? Hey, I'm trying to live righteous here. I'm trying to be a good person. But what Psalm 1 is doing, it's tapping into that imagery there of Ezekiel. This is how the Hebrew Bible works, riffing off each other. It's sort of showing something about an end-time hope. Hey, this is the ultimate outcome that will happen for you. The ultimate outcome is salvation. It is life. And it's interesting, throughout the Bible, trees, they, they are there at the beginning of the Bible, and they're there at the end. You've got the tree of life in Genesis tree of life at the end of Revelation. Sort of in the middle, there is another tree. A tree that, ironically, doesn't have roots, doesn't have leaves, but instead had a man hanging upon it. A man who perfectly meditated on Torah day and night. A man who did not ever walk with the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the company of mockers. Never ever was tempted, but delighted in the law of the Lord. And like all good Sunday school answers, that man on that tree is Jesus Christ. And ironically, it's that tree that would bring death, brings us life. Life eternal. And that's what Jesus is calling us to do. In fact, Jesus says, I am the vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, 
he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. That's what Jesus wants. He wants for us to attach ourselves to the vine, to be like that tree. But first, that's actually going to cost us to actually stand beneath the foot of the cross and die to ourselves. Die in order that we may live so that we can be like that tree planted by streams of water. Friends, today, for growth for 2022, growth is painful, growth is difficult, and growth may require some pruning, some transplanting, some awkward conversations. But in it, it will lead to something even greater than what we imagined, living in the will that God intended for us. So that's my challenge for us this morning. Who are you going to be like? The scoffers that the wind blows away? Or will you be like that tree? Friends, let me pray for us. Lord, just such wonderful, wonderful words from the psalmist. They just remind us of what you call us to do in our lives. That image of the man who is the perfect one, the man who is the holy one, ultimately is Jesus Christ. But Lord, we want to be like the one that meditates on your law day and night, to be like that tree. And Lord, we cannot do it in our own strength. We cannot do it, Lord, in human effort. We need your Spirit's power. We need your Spirit's might to live as people, to boldly reflect Jesus in our community, in order to see lives transformed and changed. And so, Lord, I just pray that for this year, we can live our lives like that tree. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to help others discover this channel. Check out the description if you want to find out more or get in touch with us at the Centre Dural. But in the meantime, praying for God's hand over you as you continue to step into everything Jesus has in store for your life. Be blessed.